What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. There is nothing like being a pitcher. A quarterback may be more at the center of the frame. A point guard may have more name recognition. A goaltender may have a more thankless, demanding job. But a pitcher gets to ignite the first creative spark of every play, and they get to do it on their own time. The game moves on when they are ready, and not a second before. The artisanal blend of physical and mental challenges brewed up 60 feet, six inches from home plate, pushes the palate and is an acquired taste. Half the time, it leaves an acrid, unsatisfying taste in the mouth, which is dry from exertion and anxiety. It is a beautiful, delicate dance requiring technical perfection. It is also a brute and savage act of violence, performing an unnatural motion hundreds, then thousands, then hundreds of thousands of times, knowing there will be a bill to pay eventually. Pitching asks the person to be stoic in a storm and to harness divergent energies within a 17-inch plate. To pitch is to have the memory of a cornerback and the confidence of someone bluffing their way through the World Series of Poker. Because even when you have your best stuff, there's no guarantee a seeing-eye single or a single hanging breaking ball won't do you in. Even when you're holding what should be a losing hand, there are ways to play it that terminate with you taking the rake. All of this is to say a pitcher has to want the ball. If the manager wants it from them, they'd better be prepared to take it from a cold, dead hand. There are many paths to success on the hill, be it a triple-digit fastball or crafty painting, but the commonality is feeling the stitches in your hand and knowing it'll rip you apart to hand them over. Sandy Alcantara wants the ball. He kept the ball last night in the ninth inning with his Miami Marlins clinging to a 4-3 lead over the St. Louis Cardinals and the winning runs on base. His manager, Don Mattingly, strode out to the mound for a mileage check after 115 pitches, an astronomical number in this conservative economy, and was met with the revving engine of pushback. In no uncertain terms, the young right-hander, who was enjoying an all-star caliber season, told Donnie Baseball that this was his ball that he'd be using it to record the 26th and 27th outs of the contest 
and announcing for all to hear that he does, in fact, have that dog in him. Alcantara got his way. He was always going to get his way because giving him a chance to finish what he started was always the right decision, even if it didn't work out. Mattingly knew this. He knew that establishing this capital was more important than any single game. And one doesn't have to be a religious person to believe that Edmundo Soto roping a shot two pitches later directly at second baseman John Birdie was a reward from the baseball gods. A nifty double play later, and Alcantara had his perfect game and a visceral moment that will follow him around as a badge of honor. All that prose to say, it was badass. The platonic ideal of the art form. A merging of mental and cerebral fortitude, impressive to behold yet still, as the game always is, fickle and arbitrary. A few feet in either direction, and there'd be no double play. It's a tie game, and Alcantara gets a no decision, and Mattingly's decision is attacked. But that's not what happened. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. In pitching, though, you can live long enough to see yourself become the hero again by asking for one last job. There's nothing like pitching. Welcome to the Kyle Costa Show, presented by The Big Lead. My interview today is with comedian, impressionist, and all-around funny guy, Josh Rosen. Perhaps you have seen him. He has caught fire with his dead-on Skip Bayless impersonation on Twitter, the Skip Bayless replies. He also does a fantastic Donald Trump and Joe Biden little celebrity Chris Broussard in there. We discussed how he comes up with these, how he hones them, the reaction that he's gotten, kind of his goals, and what's funny about all of these people. The key, as always, is in the subtlety. We had a fun convo. Let's go to it right now. Josh, we've come to know you from the Skip Bayless impression, uh, the Skip Bayless reply you're reliable when Skip says something to be out there doing your impression of him. How did this all start? I know that you have a background in comedy. You do other impressions, but this one seems to be the one that is really resonating, at least in the sports media community. Yeah, so I've been doing stand-up comedy. My stand-up comedy act is all impressions. So, you know, I go on stage and I say, hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me. I'd like to introduce our first guest. And then I just go right into my impressions. Um, but what's what's interesting is I, you know, I'm a huge sports fan and I never realized, and it should have been obvious that doing Skip Bayless would be so popular um, because like a lot of people in the stand-up world and doing live comedy, they know me as the Trump impressionist or the Joe Biden impressionist. Uh, Larry David, who I do. So I do with these other characters that everyone knows. Um, but, you know, I started doing Skip like a few years ago. But, you know, impressions only get really good when you practice them a lot. And so, like, as literally as less than like three, four, four months ago, I'd say, I started doing the Skip Bayless on Twitter. And I was seeing that it was like hitting every video was getting like huge views and good reactions so these last few months 
I've just locked in on Skip. Like I'm still doing the other ones, but like Skip has become my favorite impression and the funniest one on Twitter. So I guess the question for you is, can you possibly be as funny as the real Skip Bayless? Because I think that we all agree that he's doing a bit of a shtick, that he's kind of putting on a show. How do you amplify something that's already so amplified? So with Skip, there's so many things going on. Like it's like people always laugh at the body language when I do the mannerisms because he has a tricky voice, but with him, it's like everything else. It's, it's that bounce in the chair. It's that deep exhale, you know, the bad allergies, taking the pen, doing the motions, you know, the diet do. So before I even say a word, everyone knows that I'm now doing Skip Bayless. It is now my turn, Kyle. How do you, <laughs> so I, I, I'm so curious when I talk to people um, and for what you do, I always want to understand the process of doing it. And I think with impressions, it seems to me like I have the debate whether someone can be naturally gifted at it, or if it's kind of like journalism where it's just, you're really observant and you pick up on little things or it is a marriage of the two. I know that it's a craft, but can you speak to how much work you actually have to do to get it to a point where you're able to put it out in the public? Because I have to imagine the worst thing you could do is go out there and do one that stinks. What's the time commitment and how much do you really study this stuff until you're ready to get out there and unveil it? Um, well, you know what I love about uh, Twitter and all social media is that I can test things out on there. So like I get, I actually, and yeah, I mean, anytime you, you start to become viral, you get a lot of negative comments, but I actually use the Twitter comments. Like I'll scroll through them and look for the constructive feedback. And I use that to improve constantly. Um, and, you know, for me too, like doing um, Skip Bayless and I, and I started doing Chris Broussard too, which people uh, really like when I do him, like it's actually those take a lot of, they do take a lot of practice. And like, I watch them on YouTube constantly. I'll, I'll be driving and I'm listening to it. So I'm trying to absorb them as much as possible, but with the sports people, it's, it's more, it's fun because I love sports. So like, I, I will listen to that stuff anyway. So it's almost like I'm able to like, like my dream job as a kid was to be a sports commentator. And my first impression was actually Marv Albert. That was what I wanted to do. Yes, the game is tied. And from way downtown, it counts. And the foul put on the Mountain Dew bottle by Skip Bayless. That's my Marv. And that's, that was like my first impression. But it's a lot of like continuously trying to just absorb as much of the person as possible. You know, like not just the voice. Like the voice, I will say, oftentimes um, come like takes the most practice and it comes last until you get that like accurate but it's like if you get everything else the phrases they say you know the 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 rhythm of their voice the voice starts to come as you do it more it seems to me too that it's uh it's an art form that provides immediate 
dopamine rush. Um, you get immediate yeah. positive feedback. You mentioned the negative feedback, anything that you're going to put online, you're going to get that, but you're able to take the constructive criticism. It seems like something that you could almost get addicted to doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, but it's been fun for me. Cause like I've been, you know, like as an entertainer, I've been fighting to get an audience for so many years now. So it was, it's like, for me, this is exciting now because it's like, oh, I finally got an audience that's watching everything I'm putting out. And that's the exciting part of it. I don't let it get to my head though. Cause I'm always like, I always say to myself, all right, well, you got to keep putting out good stuff, you know, because people will leave if it's not good. What's it like to be in the moment where your audience is growing after all that hard work? What are some of the cool interactions that you've had based on putting these videos out? I've gotten a lot of DMs like, hey, man, I remember, you know, when you had 4,000 followers a month ago or two months ago. And like, it's great to see you growing. You know, I can't wait to see you on uh, Keep Going. I can't wait to see you on Undisputed or any of these shows. So like, it's fun to like interact with people in that way, you know, and, um, and I, and people love, uh, when you're authentic, you're like, Whoa, this guy's like real, the real deal. Like yesterday I did a skip video. Um, when he tweets, I try to be as quick as possible. Um, and that's why I think I'm actually, cause one, cause one of my best talents that I haven't, that I can't display as much on Instagram or TikTok is that I'm really quick. Like I like to do those reply videos like right away. And that is a skill and talent that I have. And so yesterday, like I pulled off to the side of the road and put on the Dallas Cowboys hat and did skip Bayless. And people loved that. What should he know about your impression? Does it come a place of love? Does it put, come from a place of admiration? Um, skip. Trying, yeah, skip. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to like, do him in a bad way like i like i think like just being skip bayless and playing him as he is i think actually he would enjoy the impression like i'm not coming at it from and i actually that's my approach is as an impressionist is i don't come at anyone to try to like uh put them down i try to just accurately reflect them as much as possible so yeah that 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 moves us to like you know so you do the last two presidents you have a trump you have yep. Biden out of those, which do you think that you're better at? Trump. Cause I've been doing him for longer. And I also, I, so it's like, I understand his psychology. I have everything down with him. Do you want to see some of it? Yeah, man. Of course. I'm not asking you, listen, I'm not asking you to dance monkey, dance monkey, but of course. Excuse me, Kyle. You know, your podcast ratings are going to be the highest in the history now that I'm on, believe me, okay? And I know more about sports than anyone, but you know, I'm actually the greatest golfer in the history of golf, a lot better than little Tiger Woods, believe me. Now, do you have to, when you do that, do you like mentally go to a place where you think you're them? Do you have I to like I'm get them. in that spot? Yeah, I think I'm them. Does that I, I sound weird? I, I know that may sound crazy, but I actually like, I really believe in the moment I'm doing it that I'm them. I, I don't know how you get to that place other than just like absorbing them. Somehow. So it's one of those things where you have to be all in, otherwise it can suffer. All in. Because you, you've mentioned the authenticity before. 
I think that people can feel when someone has something that they're kind of workshopping that they're not fully committed yeah. to as opposed, as opposed to like, this is kind of me putting my heart and soul into it. More than that, I'm just actually trying to be them. Yeah, exactly. Like, like people can see that, like, you, like if you're really committed to it. So like when I do Trump, when I do Skip Bayless, when I do whoever I'm doing, it's all, it's all in, even if it's not like a spot on impression yet, I think people can see that, like the commitment, you know? Oh, well, so. for sure. Absolutely. What are your favorite little subtle Trump ticks that you picked up on Incorporated? You know, like he, he gives this look a lot. And while he's doing it, he, he breathes like he does that. That always is, makes me laugh. And then he'll say, I love when he says the word nasty. You know, she was very nasty to me. I would even go as far to call her a nasty woman. What a nasty woman. And then that breathing. Do you ever get stuck in it? Do you ever drop into yeah. these in your everyday conversations? Yeah, I actually have. I, so actually, I'll give you a funny example with the, the Skip Bayless. I've been doing it so much that 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 sighing he does all the time. I started, I've started doing that just like without realizing it, like in my everyday life, like I'll be talking to someone and I'll be like, and it's just, it just happens. And they're like, Oh, this guy's just aggrieved. He's acting annoyed. Like uh, George Costanza in that Seinfeld episode. So nobody bothers him. Exactly. Exactly. I, you know, when, when I, uh, when I speak with you and when I see you do it, and the guy that eventually got on SNL to do Trump, what's his name? James. James Austin Johnson. James yeah. Austin Johnson. When I watched both of your impressions and I realized that we had Baldwin doing it for so long, yeah. it's like such a missed opportunity because the thing about Trump that was funny wasn't necessarily the ridiculous stuff. It was the real subtle things in the facial yeah. moments. And a lot of that won't come across on the podcast, but it's all in the face. It's all in the gestures and the comedy is just like in the minute details. So when you go too broad with this stuff, it's not really funny because a major personality, a major figure like that, whether it be Trump or whether it be Biden, everybody kind of has one and everybody's as bad and broad, but you're really able to hit like the minor subtle notes on those. Right, right. And like when I do Biden too, like people start laughing now as soon as I make his face, like without even saying anything. Hey, um, uh, whatever your name is, it's great to be on uh, this uh, Johnny Carson show. <coughs> Come on, man. Give me a break. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's, it's very funny. And I think we're at a time where you know, political comedy is so hard because we have such a hard time laughing at anything. Um, but we can all agree when someone is really aping what that person is like in saying something like I feel like your impressions say something about the person. Right. I mean, Joe Biden's old, whether you like him, whether yeah, you yeah, like yeah. Him, he's, there's no denying that he's very old. Trump is this one of a kind, unique personality that is like nobody else that you've ever met. And when you see that come across, it's just funny because I think the big thing for me too is like, you don't really look like them, but it's just, you become them, I feel mm -hmm. like for the viewers at home. And I think that that's really rewarding. What, is, what are some small things that Biden does 
you notice when I make the face? Well, he does this a lot. He'll be squinting, and then all of a sudden, sudden he'll go, like almost like he's shocking himself. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on the uh, Johnny Carson show. And then the other thing he does is he always itches, like right between his nose and eye. If you watch his, his videos, press conferences, he's doing that. And then I, I started incorporating the, <clears throat> like he coughs in his hand and then, and then he'll go to shake someone's hands. <laughs> it's something I've noticed like these. And then the, the last thing would be the whispering. You know, everyone's kind of seen him do that. Give me a break, man. Let's get ice cream. What is that? Yeah, I mean, he's always on mic. He's perhaps the most mic'd up yeah. person of all time, and he thinks he's going to be able to tell secrets. The Broussard one, Broussard's yeah. voice is so specific. Was it hard to nail that one down? Um, you know, actually, because so I do better with higher pitched. You know, like even for me, there's some voices that are so deep, I just can't get to that level. But him was actually easier to get. I, my, I started out too high with him. Now, look, Skip, my sources, my sources are telling me that Kawhi is not happy being on the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, look, now, look. And so I actually had to work on bringing it down a little bit. Um, but his voice is so unique that, like, that was fun to work on, but, um, but I've actually, I found his easier because of it was high pitched. So much of it is cadence too. And it's about knowing speaking and writing styles. And as someone who watches far too much of these sports debate shows, you learn what they're going to say, basically the tricks of the trade. And I think, I don't know if it's been like this for you, going through and doing the homework, but they're kind of, they really have these things that they go to, these verbal tics all the time, not so much crutches, but like segues and manners of speaking. And it gets to the point when we are watching the show day to day, like it's almost like they're playing Mad Libs with the topic because they kind of have a set message they're going to put out there. It's just that the characters and the teams change a little bit. Yeah, yeah, like, like I mean, I've started studying like more Broussard's phrases, like facts over feelings. He always says that. Say it like you mean it, Nick. And like, and then with Skip, for instance, like <sighs> Shannon will be saying like a few lines, you know, going on and on, whatever. And and Skip's getting all anxious, and then he says, "Is it my turn now? Have you made your point? It's my turn." So like that's his free key phrase, you know, the, the my turn. So yeah, you, you just start to notice it's like the same stuff. Well, look, my idea, you know, my, my thought on all this is people get worked up about these shows, but I think that even the people who are associated with them would admit in their most honest hour that it's professional wrestling, that they are being themselves, but they are leaning in to the ridiculousness. So I think it's really fun when someone takes a tentacle of that. We do that all the time at the big lead, uh, try to make it a little bit more silly than it already is. Because I think if you're still watching these shows in 2022 and getting pissed off by them and not realizing what they're trying to do, you're kind of consuming yeah. it wrong. And I think that the audience actually has shifted over to people who just enjoy that general level of entertainment. And I think what you do makes it more fun and it's cool to see like 
they get your creative juices going and then you pay it on to the next person. I think that's a really fun ecosystem as opposed to the one we live in most of the time, which is overly negative uh, and yeah. and stuff like that. So that's what I, that's what I like. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people out there who are so filled with vitriol, but I think that you found a smart way to do this, to kind of poke fun out of what's going yeah. on, but not being mean spirited. Is that kind of like your general approach to comedy, even when it's not impressions? hundred percent. Yeah. Um, do it without, without the negativity and the division where it's like, like, cause a lot of times when I perform in, in live shows, like I did a live, I was in a live standup show last night and, you know, I, it's funny because in my live shows, I can't really do skip Bayless a lot because it's like, I don't have the right audience for him, even though on Twitter, it's a huge audience. So, so in my live shows, I do a lot of Trump and I do a lot of Biden and the audiences are always split. Like, I don't know what side they're on, but I try to play it where it's like, it doesn't matter. People are going to enjoy it anyway. And that's what I try to do on Twitter too. What's been your journey? How did you kind of get to this place? And what is the market for an impressionist? What is the vibe at those type of shows? Um, well, you know, my stuff, thankfully, like I, it really does work in almost any type of audience, uh, you know, because like people love seeing impressions. What I found, you know, if you do a good job at them. Um, there's a lot of, I'm in South Florida, you know, so we have mixed audiences here. Um, and, um, you know, you just gotta, uh, I mean, I've found a, a pretty good formula that I think works and how I present it, but, um, you know, I just keep going. Who but, in media is on your radar in wanting to create a character around? Well, so, um, you know, now that I got the sports audience, I'm focused on doing more of those. Like, um, I want to, you know, the skip is always going to lead the way. I think the Broussard's going to keep getting bigger. Um, and then um, I'm working on Nick Wright now. Um, that's going to be, a, that's going to be a big one. Um, and so I think him, um, I also do uh, Jim Nance. <laughs> uh, but like, I almost don't, I can't figure out what's funny about it, but I think I've got him down hello friends hello friends and thanks for having me on the big lead a tradition unlike any other the podcast sponsored by mountain dew hello friends the trick with him is he's always just so composed he's kind yeah. of like, he's the meme of the girl who's on the swing set and like the house yeah. or the school is burning down and he's just happily going about his business i feel like if we ever go to like nuclear war i'm not gonna want like anderson on cnn i'm gonna want like jim nance to just be like the calming voice of reason because you feel like all right well let's go out to 16 and xander shoffley's 118 yeah, yeah. yards away you know what i mean like yeah. this is this calming presence about it a tradition unlike any other that's it hello friends so him and so just more sports people i think will be fun uh kevin harlan working on him too well it's a it's a niche market um but you should know that it's appreciated um yeah. i think that it's really cool because these people these sports people especially become larger than life personalities uh and the content opportunities around them is really good and if you get the added bonus of getting a laugh or knowing that they appreciate it then you're kind of in that ecosystem and it's a fun place to be it's something that uh 
we benefited from and, and it's really rewarding because it kind of it's not like a club but you know what I mean like as long as they know that it comes from a good place I think that they get a kick out of it because a lot of them though they sought out fame it's still kind of weird that they are these people yeah I think so too like I don't I don't think I don't think Skip Bayless you know when he was a journalist writing for uh you know like the Chicago Tribune I don't think he'd ever thought he'd become like a huge tv personality so where can we find you and uh where can we check out all your content my twitter josh impressions and also twitter is where i'm the hottest right now um but also on instagram josh rosen impressions um you can find all my content on there and in and i also have um a link in the bio where I I'm started working with this company called fan basis, which is uh, like similar to cameo where you, people can order video messages from skip Bayless or Trump or wh- whoever else they want. So what, if, what type of requests do you get? What do they want to tell their friends and family via those? Um, I've gotten like uh, birthday requests as uh, from Biden. <laughs> I did one recently as Biden um, Trump ripping someone. Um, and then I've had, uh, I've had some people request Skip Bayless, um, like dogging on like someone that they play pickup basketball with, <laughs> like that guy's just never going to be Michael Jeffrey Jordan, <laughs> like those types of requests. Well, you're fulfilling a dream and one that, uh, would not get required in real life. He's shuffling papers. He's ready to go. He was, Oh, one final question for you now. Skip, we know, famously gets up at two in the morning and exercises for God knows who long, whereas Michael Jordan's every single day um, has passed up having children and puts his marriage second to get these takes. What's your fitness regimen like? Uh, it's not even close to Skip Bayless's. Um, I go to sleep usually at 2 a.m., uh, although I'm working on getting in better shape because I want to take this character to the next level. So that's something that I will be committing to exercising more. Um, and, um, I haven't gotten on the diet do bandwagon yet, although I, that's coming soon too, I think. And, um, you know, I, I love being skipped though, but I haven't taken the 2am thing there yet. All right. Well, there's still time for you to go full Heath Ledger, Joaquin. Yeah. Uh, but and, I did. Yeah, yeah, I will say this. I just got a gold uh, necklace that's coming with skip lettering on it. So there's it keeps adding in layers. A beautiful item. Um, yeah. You know, that a testament to his humility. I love that. Josh Rosen, thank you so much. Uh, love what you do. Thanks for the laughs and I uh, hope to continue seeing you grow, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.